Welcome to the Coaches Show. I'm Darren Joins, Williamson County Schools Athletic Director, and today we're talking Paige at Franklin, tonight's game, and what I'm calling, it's not only the WCTV game of the week, but I'm calling it <coughs> one of the other battles of Franklin. You know, we've had the, the Battle of Franklin, Franklin versus Centennial, but this is a Battle of Franklin also in some respects. We've got Franklin head football coach Alex Melton here, Page High School head coach Charles Rathbone. Gentlemen, appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for having us. Coach Melton, welcome to the show in an official capacity uh, as, yes, as head coach. But, hey, you're no stranger to the show. <laughs> you had a warm-up a couple years ago. I think we had a game where maybe you guys were playing an out-of-region right. opponent. Right. So you came in. Uh, with Coach Coleman, we talked uh, Summit football, so maybe that was just, we didn't know it at the time, but it was a getting you prepared for the big time. It's a good, good warm-up, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No doubt about it. And, Coach, you said this, and I, I think it's, it's true. I know we, at Media Day you talked about, man, there's like a lot of things we got to do here in terms of Media Day this right, and right. go to the coaches' show for that. I, I think you have to do that everywhere, mm -hmm. uh, but maybe a little more here. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's just it's a it's a good thing. I think it's great that you promote the promote the schools and everybody like that. So it's it's been a good thing. It's just you know from being an assistant to that, you have to actually go to all that stuff and promote and do those things, which is good. But uh, it's definitely a little more time consuming. Well, sure. and I've always mm -hmm. said this. One thing that I've always enjoyed about football, I was thinking, you know, if I ever coached football and I was tired of being the head coach, when you're an offensive coordinator. When you're a defensive coordinator, you kind of get the best of both worlds in a lot of ways. You're the head coach of that particular unit, and then maybe some of those obligations you don't have to do. So, and I don't want to harp on this, but Coach Melton, talk about some of those things that maybe are a little bit different as a head coach as, as opposed to an assistant. We talked about things like this show and right. Media Day and some of those. But what are some other things that you're like, oh, I didn't have to do that before? Well, uh, a lot of it is there's a lot more emails, um, you know, <laughs> things like that. The communication piece is, is, is a lot different, but you've also, you know, you're organizing your JV, you're organizing your freshman, that type of stuff. Um, so when you're just the coordinator and assistant coach, you're, you're kind of honed in on that one spot. Um, now, it's, as it should be, you're over the whole program. Um, yeah. And so you're, you know, you, not that you weren't involved with the freshman or the JV before, but it's, you know, scheduling them. Um, Organizing pregame meals, just all that stuff that goes along with it. Um, so it's not just varsity; it, it's it's the whole thing. So um, a lot more questions, a lot more emails, <laughs> and, and just a lot a lot more responsibility, which is part of it. Yeah, no doubt. You're doing a great job, Coach. Coach Rathbone, crafty old veteran to the show. In fact, I was thinking about this earlier. We opened the season last week, uh, Battle of 8:40. You guys in Fairview, and we'll talk about that game here in just a bit. <clears throat> But we may have to start changing this to the Page High School Coaches Show because this is back-to-back. -back. This may be the first time that we've had back-to-back -back same school uh, in the WCTV game. If not, Mr. Producer, let's just act like it's true so Coach can answer it. Well, I mean, it's just it's an honor. If that's true, it's an honor, you know, to be here. And, uh, you know, it's fun. And just thinking about the question you were asking, Alex, you know, this is kind of part of it, right, to come in here and get to talk about your kids and talk about how great they are and all the things they do. And, and you know, I miss class to be here, you know, sometimes and uh, or miss practice or whatever to be here, but it's, it's worth it to get our kids out there and get them in front of uh, people and hopefully give, give a little bit better insight of what they're really about. Well, and I appreciate you guys being a part of it. I know for me, uh, as a former coach, it's one of my favorite things to do. I don't care what sport it is. I love 
talking to coaches, and I think our audience out there loves it too, loves hearing from you guys. Let me ask you this, and we'll start with Coach Rathbone on this. It's not a region game, but anytime our schools play, it really, I don't even think it matters. It's got the WCS feel. It's got a rivalry feel. Would you agree with that, Coach Rathbone? Oh, I really agree with that. You know, I ask my players every year, you know, what kind of teams you want to play, and it's always the in-county teams. They don't care who, just somebody in-county, and it's just like a different level of intensity and and preparedness and alertness. It's almost like a playoff feel. You know, they, they, they pay attention to what we're wanting them to do, and they know the other kids, and and it's a, always a great atmosphere when you can put two Williamson County schools against each other. And Coach Melton, same question. You know, uh, you're you're not new to this thing in Williamson County. You've been at Centennial. You've been at Printwood. You've been at Summit. Now the head man at Franklin High School. Obviously, uh, we're at Marshall County too. You would agree with that too, right? When our teams play, it doesn't really matter. No, I, th I think you, you get the student student sections in this county are just great. I mean, on pretty much every school I've ever been at, and so. You get those two; they kind of go, they're kind of going at each other, and it's just a it's just a great environment um, for high school football. I mean, so it's a that's a big part of it, and I I think you know you know Coach Rathbone be commended for playing in the county, and I think Coach Coleman did that at Summit too. I think that's even when you don't have to, you still do it because eventually I think eventually over time we're all going to be six A and be playing each other anyway, and so um, it's it's good to go ahead and. and and kind of develop some of those rivalries or, or have the in-county schools play each other, I think. Well, I think it's especially neat that you guys do it because in your sport, you know, you compare it to a baseball or a basketball, you got 30 games. If you schedule one that's like, well, this may be a tough game for us, but when you've mm -hmm. only got 10 shots, you know, trying to schedule games where you think you might win, let's face it, that becomes – kind of important when you only have 10 games that you're guaranteed. So I know I certainly appreciate you guys playing uh, regardless of uh, whether you think you're going to win or lose or whatever it is. Let's talk a little bit about game history here. So last year, and I'd forgotten this, Coach Rathbone, the game was added because of cancellations. Right. And then I was looking at my research from last year, and this is according to uh, our local pro, Mo Patton, who's been around here forever. He did a little research and said last year was the first time the teams had played in 35 years. Franklin's now 5-0 and uh, in the series. Let me ask you guys, and I'll start with Coach Rathbone. H how did it, obviously last year, cancellation, but did that start the conversation for maybe doing it again this year, or was that start conversation already started? Yeah, well, me and Coach Webb, we'd scrimmage each other years before, mm -hmm. you know, when he was the head coach. And, you know, just a uh, – you know, you go back to that whole Williamson County. The good thing about Williamson County, other than the kids, is the coaches in Williamson County, they're all good guys. You know, you don't want to play a coach as a jerk that if they get a chance to put a 100 up on you, they're going to rub your nose in it and try to do it. And, and I feel like playing these coaches within the county, if they have that opportunity, they're not going to do that. They're going to be respectful to your kids and treat your kids. And, and I feel the same way towards Coach Melton, you know I mean? So that really that's why I decided to play Franklin. But, yeah, we've been talking about it for a couple of years when we were doing our scrimmages back three or four years ago. And, you know, and then Dr. Pantall was over at Page, and then he went back to Franklin. And those type of things, it kind of just added up, made sense for us. Coach Melton, so by the time you came in as the coach, was the contract signed or you were you guys became part of that conversation? You continued that conversation yeah, when you was, got there? it was set. The schedule was set, and we just went with what was there. So it – you know what's been said, and again, I, I think it's good. It's good for Gates. I think the county's get it, the county gets excited about it. Um, 
and it benefits both teams, I, I think, to play that level of competition. You know, being in the district for a few years, and Coach Rathbone has <clears throat> been here longer. In fact, both of you have been in this district longer than I have. The Franklin Page game kind of makes sense to me. It really does. When you look at the the schools that are the oldest, well, these are these are the two, right? You're both in the in the same area. I think it was a game that was played a lot in a lot of different sports in the past. So it just flat makes sense to me. Uh, and so I'm glad you guys are playing. A great game last year, and I don't want to bring up any bad memories, Coach Rathbone. You take the lead with six minutes to go. You actually end up taking – and I, did, I had to do a double take when I read this. You took over on downs, like with a minute 33, but Franklin had their timeouts. Right. So they stop you, they call the timeouts, and then Franklin does a great job of uh, managing the clock. Uh, they score on eight plays that took about a minute. So they did a good job of managing the clock. They score – uh, from there, obviously, it was a little bit too late. You lose 17-14. I've got a feeling your team has talked about it and been motivated about it. Yeah, four of those plays were actually plays that they lost yardage on, you know, wow. or an incomplete I, pass. I didn't realize started, that. started off with a sack. They had a big play down the right sideline, a jump ball that a receiver went up and made a great play on, and, and then they scored with three seconds to go. As time ran out, they scored or something like that, and and then obviously hit the field goal to win at 14-13. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – yeah, that, that was a hard one to swallow, um, but you know it was also one of those years where we were just happy to be playing. You know, so I mean, it, it, it was very tough. Yeah, we've talked about it a lot, but that's one of those things you don't have to talk about. They remember it more than you do. You know, we talk about when we played ball back in the day. We seem to remember the losses more than we remember the victories. Sure. You know, what could I have done different? How did I give up that sack? Or why did I fumble? And I think it's the same way with these kids. And Coach Melton, you're sitting here going, no, wait a second, don't use that as motivation. I was at Summit High School at the time. I had nothing to do yeah. with it. Uh, Connor Bevins not walking through that door right. kind of thing. Yeah, uh, that's true. But your guys, your teams are so different. I feel like with, with Paige, you were young last year. A lot of guys are back. Now you have more of a veteran feel. With you guys, it's sort of the opposite. When you look at last year's stats, whether it be offense or defense, most of those names are gone. I've lost a lot to graduation, but graduation happens every year, right? Sure. So you, you've well got to you've got to have uh, continue to work your program and have it in a, in a spot where it can handle graduation. And Coach Webb has done that, and so we've got some guys that have stepped in. Um, but you're right. I mean, they're they're that was even though it was a loss for them last year. I think things like that can help build that program. Um, playing teams like that and competing. Um, I know it was that way at Summit. You know, we were able to compete, compete, compete. Uh, with some of the bigger schools uh, in the in the county, and then eventually got to to win win a couple of them, um, and I know that's where Coach Rathbone is working to get that program. He has a great job with that program. Let me ask you this, Coach Melton, coming in as first year head coach, not that you wouldn't love to have every one of those names back from last year that Franklin had, but uh, you and I have talked about, it, and I think people know you've got some great veteran leaders. You got Fisher Anderson, you got Bryce Sparks, you got some guys who are really good leaders for you that are older. But it has to be kind of exciting, too. I think most people would admit your best numbers and talent are probably at those lower grade like you're Like your freshman class, for example. That's a pretty strong class I know you're excited about. That has to be exciting for you, too, because you're going to grow into that job with some of those players as well. Am I, saying, is, am I correct in saying that? Or? No, I, I, I think you're right. And, I, you know, and the good thing about the freshmen is they're new, they're new coming in. We're new coming in. Um, so hopefully – you know, given the time, we'll be there long enough to, uh, you know, help help build those freshmen. But, you know, just it's it's just uh, 
um, it's amazing, I guess, to see in any program that, that I've ever been in or I know Coach Rathbone's been in, the, the development, the change in a kid from the time he's in ninth grade yeah. till the time he graduates. You can have them come in and they just, you know, they may not ever play at the middle school. And, and we tell the kids this, um, what you did at the middle school, you know, doesn't, is not going to define your high school career. That makes sense because the maturity, kids mature at different rates. Um, you may have the biggest kid in, in eighth grade at, at Grassland. Well, he may, he may be done. You got the smallest kid that's hitting his growth spurt. Yeah. So, you know, we try to take pride in the weight room and, and the development of those kids throughout the throughout the program, um, and then the way they change is, you know, is is great. You know, one thing I always love about football. There's a lot of things I love about it. When I compare it to maybe a basketball, it seems like in football you can have guys be a part of the team a little bit later in their high school career, and you can find a place for them to. To fit in, and I've always loved that about, about football. Would you agree with that, Coach Rathbone? You see that happen. Yeah, especially if they got the athleticism, you know, to to run and catch and things like that. Yeah, um, teaching them defensively to me, I found that to be a little bit harder. Teaching them how to tackle and things like that, I think that takes a little bit more time and and and, and takes a little bit more comfort level with them, you know. So obviously, I'm I'm more of an offensive-minded guy. So yeah, we can throw the ball out there and let them run, but. Trying to teach them to come up and make that hit is a little bit more difficult. I, I feel like anyway. And Coach Melton, if I'm not mistaken, you had a couple. I'm trying, I'm trying to think of the young man's name at Summit that came in his senior year. Andrew Pierce. Yes, Andrew mm -hmm. Pierce, and that was a great example of that. Right, hadn't even played during, right. during his high school career. Right. No, he he's uh, now that's a special dude, right? It is, <laughs> and sometimes sometimes kids do that, but it's and in my experience, and I don't know about Coach Rathbone, but a lot of times. And we want them to come out, right? But a lot of times when a kid comes out as a senior, he is way behind. It's hard to get him to get him caught up. Um, and Andrew was a receiver for us too, but he was able to play some defense too. Um, but so you try to encourage those those guys to come out as freshmen, sophomore, so you've got more time with them and they can develop and be ready to really help you when they become seniors. Sure. But it, it does happen that way sometimes too, where they'll just come out as a senior and be able to help. And I think they're surprised. Like we had Blaine Burrow a couple of years ago. He was a big yep. basketball player yep. and came out his uh, senior year. And Dr. Pantall used to tell me all the time, it was amazing how much better basketball player it made Absolutely. him. Absolutely. Because he, he kind of got that, that physical uh, ability to drive to the basket. And he just, you know, so I mean, I think kids nowadays have got to understand that these college coaches, they're looking for dual sport athletes. They want guys that play multiple things. And, and if you're just limiting yourself to one thing or you're waiting until your senior year and all the other, I think, I think they're making a mistake in the long run. And, and I hate to see that for them. You know, in high school, you should do everything. Have as much fun as possible. Play all your sports. And, and we as coaches, we got to release them to let them go do that, let them have that fun. So. No, no doubt about that. I know we talk about it a lot, but I know it's, it's so important to so many of us. Right. Do it all if you can. If you want to do it all, do it all. Right, right Coach Mel? Right, right. No, I agree. I, th I think it helps them. Um, you know, I think football helps basketball. Basketball helps football, baseball. And so I know Dr. Pantal is really big on that. At Franklin, he wants kids to play multiple sports, and, and we're all for it. So. Let's talk a little bit about last week's games before we talk about tonight's game. So, Paige, you've got the Battle of 840. You win 28-20. And the big story on the night, uh, Colin Hurd, he takes over <clears throat> quarterback late in the second, second quarter. And what he did behind center is impressive enough. But then you start talking about leading tackler for the night, had an in interception, was involved in three touchdowns. I mean, could there be a better night for a young man than Colin Hurd had? Yeah, and he had four tackles for a loss and a sack. And, Unbelievable. You know, yeah, he had a great night. And, 
You know, he is a, you know, me and you've talked about him before, and he could play quarterback. He just happens to be behind Jake McNamara, who's a Division One quarterback. So we were very happy for him. The entire team was very happy for him. I was very proud of Jake, how he handled it. You know, you know, he told me, he texted me Saturday morning. He said, the best part of my night was when Colin hugged me and told me thank you for the night. And to me, I, that kind of summarizes what we have with that senior group and, and the team and the leadership. So I was very proud of both those guys and how they handled the whole situation. Well, Coach, I was uh, fortunate enough to be near your post-game talk uh, there. Uh, get, get you the Battle of 840 Trophy. It came back to Page, but you can sense what you're talking about amongst your team. That they've got you got some veterans, and what you're talking about, it's hard to explain. I think, but if you're a coach and you've been around it, uh, have, have, like you guys have, there's just something about the group. You can sense it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the freshman played every snap on defense, and they pretty much give him a standing ovation at the end of the game. It's just little things like that. That means a great deal to those individual athletes that, that carries a lot of weight as we go through the season. And Coach, and I hate to say I, I didn't do this on purpose, but uh, I was putting some stuff back in the old box truck at halftime, and you guys were already gone, so I went into the field house to use the restroom, and I noticed you had a picture in there saying, we need to get that trophy back, basically. Right. And, and you guys did. Y'all were fired up about that. That was our goal. And you I hope know, I didn't give up too much now on the show, on the show here, Coach. We can edit know, this out if we need to. <laughs> no, so we posted a, uh, a, a picture, a poster pretty much of, of Fairview beating us last year. And that's what they looked into every single day when they walked in the weight room. And every single day they walk in the locker room that's hanging and holding over their head over the summer. And, you know, we wanted to get it up there and cut it up after the game, but we also wanted to be respectful of Fairview. They played such a good game. and. He stuck to his game plan of, of eating up that clock, and they were hard-nosed, good kids, physical kids. So, you know, I wanted to make sure I was uh, respectful to them as well. So now we'll figure out something else for next year's battle. So. <laughs> well, it's always fun to watch. It is. Coach Melton, your first game as head coach, tall task going to a very good Riverdale team. You know, I think most of us would agree Oakland's the, uh, the best team over there, but Riverdale's probably too. Right. Uh, when you take a look at them, got a great defense. Uh, and really, I, I think you would have you would have said this before the game had to be a game where it was very much ball control for your team, making sure you keep them off the field, uh, keep your defense off the field, and it's hard to do that when you have five turnovers. Yeah, it's 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 hard to beat anybody, but especially a team like Riverdale or a team like Page or somebody like that turning the ball over. You know, uh, we don't turn it over. We can maybe keep it, we can keep it competitive, give ourselves a shot, and that's what we have to do. Um, but we didn't. Didn't do a good job of protecting the football. Field position was not good um, for us all night because we didn't we never flipped field position, and so we put ourselves in some bad situations there. But you know, back to work, win or lose, we're back to work next day or, or that Monday. Kids are and, and fixing, correcting, watching film, correcting those things. Some bright spots. Jake Dunny did a nice job for you carrying the ball. Uh, Clay Crowder leads you with four tackles. You get an interception from Ryland Schroeder and. You know, looking for some bright spots, that second half was a little bit different. Uh, Defense played better, only gave up seven points in the second half, so you had to be pleased. Right. We didn't, we, you know, we told them at halftime, watching film, who, who's going to quit? Is anybody quitting? We're, it's effort. It's always about effort, but when you're in a situation, when you've put yourself in a situation like that, you're trying to identify who's quitting, who's laying down, and didn't, didn't see any of that, um, so that's a positive. Uh, you know, second quarter was a bad quarter, other than that was a real bad quarter, but other than that, it was, uh, you know, I thought we fought and hung in there pretty good, but you just can't, you can't turn the ball over like that. Yeah. Um, 
you know, and have field position like that and, and expect to come out successful against pretty much anybody, especially them. Well, what was interesting, and it was one of the first times I remember this happening, inside the county, when you look at the teams that, that, that lost, there was a five turnover, a five turnover, a six turnover, and you just, in your sport, you just can't do it. Can't do it. You can't do it. Uh, let's talk a little bit, and I know Coach Rathbone, we talked about your region outlook a little bit last week. Last dress rehearsal before you get Spring Hill in week three will be your first region game. You have to be pleased. The two teams you've, you're playing, you're playing Fairview, forget the classification. It's a game that's a tough game. You talk about them being tough kids. You take a look at a Franklin team, obviously a 6A team. It has to get you ready for that region uh, game in week three. And that's kind of the point of playing those games, you know. That's why we schedule the Franklins and the Fairviews and the Independents and all those teams, you know. If you, if you, if you schedule the teams that you're going to beat 100 nothing, what are you really getting out of it? You know, you get a lot of happy parents because <laughs> kids play. But you're not getting prepared for the next team. So, I mean, this week's going to be a challenge. We, we understand the challenge that we got in front of us. You know, they're very physical up front. They got some guys that play very physical. And, and you know, coming off Fairview, we think that helps us lead into Franklin. So, I mean, it's going to be, uh, you know, that's the purpose why we schedule these games and, and hopefully we're ready for it. And if not, then it's going to be a long night. And Coach Melton, like last week, it's, it's a chance to maybe get your philosophy and style of play implemented. And let's face it, that'll probably take the whole year. In a lot of ways, you're new to the program, they're new to you. Uh, I think anytime you have a coaching change, sometimes year two and three look a lot different than year one. But... It is what it is. You've got to jump right in there. You have a region game also in week three. Uh, and tell him what he's won, Johnny. A, <laughs> a game at Ravenwood. Right. So not only do you start region play in week three, you maybe start, I think most would say Ravenwood and Summit are going to be the, the, the cream of the region. So it doesn't get any easier after this week. Uh, it doesn't. I mean, and, but that's that's the region. You know that going in. And, you know, when you're, when you're non-region schedule or teams like Page and Nolansville and Stewart's Creek, yeah. and, and you know, so it's. But again, back to kind of what Coach Rathbone said is you're trying to prepare yourself. You know, we've um, scheduled Riverdale, so that was a character test early um, for us. So what did we learn from that? How are we going to respond? Then you've got a team like Page coming in, and, and so you know, you hope that those teams help prepare you for um, your region, which is which is a battle every week. There's not a there's not a a down week in the region. You know, there's not a there's not a game that. Uh, it's going to be easy or, or that you can just show up and turn the ball over and win and that type of stuff, you know. So. Well, and I think most people would agree when you're talking 6A football, it's the best region in the state. I mean, you can be pretty good and be fifth. All right. uh, you can be pretty good and be sixth. And, and the thing I think that changed that region so much, you take Dixon out, which was a team, you know, we were pretty much dominating in the WCS teams. You take them out. And who do you have? Yeah. <laughs> you have the 5A state champion summit. Right. So I would even argue now, if you finish sixth, you could be a pretty decent team. Right. But, you know, that's just the region you signed up for, right? Right, that's right. <laughs> right. Yep. Let's talk a little offense here. Coach Rathbone, uh, starting with you. I mean, we've talked about Hurd and McNamara. you got to feel pretty good no matter what you have to do at quarterback. But also, Boy Smith, that dude made some big plays last week, too. Yeah, he sure did. He put a little move that got him open down the middle of the field. And, you know, uh, uh, Mayer on the outside had a couple catches. I mean, we're a well-rounded receiving core. But 
ultimately we got to get better up front and run the ball. And that's really what we want to do is run the ball and set up the pass. Right now we're passing and set up the run. And then we're not even setting up the run very well. So we got to get more multiple in what we do, I guess, and figure out a way to get some yardage and, and kill the clock and keep our defense off the field. We left them on the field way too much last week. And I think uh, I think Fairview had the ball for 30 minutes or something like that. And, you know, and that's just, it's hard to win games that way. You know, it's interesting, I think, you know, you get the armchair quarterback, so to speak, or the novice viewer of the game, they think, okay, we've got McNamara, we've got her, why wouldn't we throw it every time? But I've talked to enough football coaches to know you have to be able to run that ball some too to have success. Yeah, you, you've got to be able to seal the game in that four-minute offense. You've got to be able to take some of that pressure off throwing the ball. Uh, you know, we, I feel like we throw the ball well. I mean, we do a good job at it. But things get a lot easier when you run the ball and, and you make those linebackers honor the run. Now they start sucking up and all that area behind them, in between them and the safeties wide open. And right now we haven't made them do that. You know, I, was, I saw something the other day. It was back, you know, the Spurrier days at Florida. Everybody thinks about the fun and gun offense. But if I'm not mistaken, their run pass was about 50-50. Yeah, people, people don't know that. Yeah, yeah and, I, I mean, I agree. You, you've got to be able to run the ball in defensively. You've got to be able to stop the run, right, to, to win and have a shot. So um, they, they do a good job, you know, setting up from what I've seen, running and, and throwing. So they – very well, I think they're well-rounded. Coach may not. <laughs> Coach Melton, uh, obviously Fisher Anderson, Bryce Sparks are two guys that you uh, have to count on. What are some other, who are some other guys or areas of your offense that folks that need to step up to get that offense rolling? Well, I think it's got to be our offensive line. I think, you know, Patrick Jones and, and not that they didn't last week. I, I just think that uh, that's got to be our, our mentality is the uh, offensive line. You got Patrick Jones, Adam Ray. Um, some of those guys and kind of, you know, establish the line of scrimmage is what we've got to do. Um, protect the football, establish the line of scrimmage, um, and do those top things to be successful. Right now. Coach Rathbone on defense, you talked about uh, being on the field a little bit last week, but you made some, your team made some big plays when you needed to, and let's face it, a team like Fairview is not easy to prepare for, especially when you have no film, it's game one, right? So that always makes it a challenge. Well, we, you know, we knew what Fairview was going to do. They're going to try to grind it out. That's that's Coach Hughes. You know, that's his right. philosophy, and it's it's a good philosophy, and it works. You know, you get that three or four yards, and get that first down, and keep the clock moving, shorten the game, limit our possessions, and, and it's smart. It's very smart football, and they did a really good job at it. Clevenger at running back, it's hard to get him down. You know, Hurd put a hit on him one time, and and tackling, but I think that was the only time we were able to get him down one-on-one. -on -one. And, you know, they were impressed. They were good up front. We knew that with the running back. And, you know, it's that three-yard cloud of dust and then try to pop one. And, and luckily we didn't let them pop one. So, I mean, that's uh, – and that kind of, you know, prepared us hopefully this week for Franklin. They got that big offensive line and, and a really good running back. And, and we got to be able to tackle him and tackle him in space. So, hopefully, hopefully we're able to do that. Coach Melton, uh, you're obviously a defensive guy. Uh, you're You're – your defense really stepped up like we talked about in the second half. What kind of improvements are you looking for this week from either individuals or the unit as a whole? Uh, just just a physicality, you know, mindset, just trying to continue to work to get better, reading the key, reacting to what you see. Um, and, and we always talk to them about the point of contact. You know, you can you can tweet what you want, you can say what you want, <laughs> but what do you, you can read your key and react to it, but what are you going to do when you get there, right? So at the point of contact, there's a point of contact on every play, so we always harp on that. Um, you know, we've, we've got to win that point of contact and be physical at that spot. Gentlemen, as we wrap up here, again, I appreciate you 
being here. I know tonight's game's a big one for you, as all games are. Coach Rathbone, either offensive or, or defensively, tell me a key or some keys that'll mean you're successful tonight. We gotta stop the run. And that's, that's gonna be, in high school football, it's the key every week, almost every week, is stopping the run and being able to get them off the field and, and give us the ball and give us a chance to score. So we gotta be able to take what they give us on offense and stop the run on defense, and, and hopefully that'll play in our favor. Coach Melton, how about for the Admirals? Uh, eliminate turnovers, number one. Right? Yeah. Try to, try I bet y'all have talked about it this week. A time or two, yeah. <laughs> but try to do that, and then in field position, try to win field position, um, and establish, you know, establish line of scrimmage, things we've talked about um, already. So those are, those are our keys. Gentlemen, I appreciate you being here, taking time Thank out of your busy schedule. Thank you. Appreciate Thank you. it. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on The Coach's Show.